from the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry products at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233 277-250-420 or plus 233-249-393361 Email us revismila at gmail.com Visit our website icgcislegon.com Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. No more struggle, no more challenges, no more battle. Because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said, After today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage, the battle of your business, the battle of your finances, the battle of your sickness, the battle of your shame, the battle of your disgrace, the battle of your setback, the battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said, You will rest from your battle. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Hallelujah. This morning we are here to hear the word of God and to see what God has prepared for our life this day. Because God is always on a move, he's on a journey. He is not a static God, he's a God that's always have something to speak to us about and to show us somebody put it this way he said the very word of god that you read every time when you go back to it again it's very refreshing and it looks new as if you have never read it before that tells us that the god that we serve is not a one-way god he's a god always speaking it's speaking new things to us irrespective of how we see it is always talking and it is only natural for us to listen and to understand so this morning i am coming your way with a word that have a title at thy word tell somebody at thy word tell the person at thy word shall we pray father we thank you for this morning i commit this service into your hands i ask of your spirit to take over in the name of jesus and i ask of your grace to abandon to us as this morning even as we hear your word in jesus name i call it done amen so I'm sharing with you the message of title at thy word. Amen. Open your Bibles with me to the book of Luke chapter 5 verses 1 to 11. I'm reading from the verse number 1 to 11. He said, Now Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing around him to hear the word of God. Tell somebody to hear the word of God. To hear the word of God. They were not around Jesus to hear entertainment news. They were not around Jesus to hear any form of music or anything that will not bless them. They were around God, Jesus to hear the word of God. The wisest man or the wisest person or the wisest decision you can always make is to always gravitate towards where the word of God is. 
Because the word of God has the power to influence your life and to shape your life. The word of God has the power to transform you and to renew you. In fact, the word of God, the amount of the word of God in you determines the victory you have in this world. The less word of God you have in you, the more you fear, the more you fail. Success cannot be achieved if you don't have much of God's word in you. So it is always important that whenever we have the opportunity to hear God's word, we have to open our heart out to hear it. The devil has his own way of denying us the grace and the wisdom of hearing God's word. That is why sometimes you realize that to those of you who always want to have your phones on and you don't want to put your phone off or to put it on silence, whenever the message is going on and you're about to hear something that will be for you, like that is when your phone will ring. Amen. And for the half of the time that you step out and pick the call, by the time you come back, you have lost track of what is being shared. So you came to church, but you never heard anything. Are you understand what I'm saying? And to those that will sit by you and still be picking the call, whilst they are talking, instantly they distract you. So the whether you need to pick out of the message, you are not able to get it. And for, for us to understand something, the word of God that comes to us, comes to us in parts and in pieces. Why do I say that? The person sitting by you, what the person will listen or will hear is different from what you will hear. Amen. So there is what we call the Rima word of God. The Rima word of God is actually the life transforming word of God. Which Jesus said that the word that I speak with you, they are spirit and they are life. Which means that when the word comes, it's supposed to create some effect or change in our life. Are you understand what I'm saying? If you see a believer who is mature or you see a child of God who is able to do things without murmuring, without complaining and is always there and is serving with commitment, he is coming to church on time, he is praying, he is giving, he is doing all kinds of things, you can tell that this man or this woman has God's word in him or her. When you see a believer who is always complaining who is always late to church who has challenges i mean trying to give excuses for everything that concerns the work of god it tells you that that person needs admission for him or her to be injected with god's word because the word of god quickens us and you understand what i'm saying the word of god quickens us you see when you have the word of god in you it is like fire ezekiel says that he said your word is like a fire in my bones so the word of God actually ignites you. It, it, it makes you uncomfortable. I don't know whether you understand what I'm talking about. If, if you are a believer, some of us, when we got born again, you are so active. You are praying every time. You see everybody you are witnessing to. You are all the time happy and excited when they say, let's go to church. You don't even wait. If the car is delayed, you get down from the throttle and walk. Amen. If, if you are coming with somebody, a person is there, you forget about a person, you rush out. Sometimes you don't even have money. Some of us do this. We don't even have money for transportation. We don't care walking. We don't care whether we have a dress to wear. We don't have a dress to wear. There is this joy and this deal. It's just like you have just met your boyfriend for the first time or your girlfriend for the first time. Distance is not a problem for you. Amen. You, you, you will try to walk distance and you will not even feel anything. Because you, because of love. Tell somebody love. Tell somebody love. In the same vein, if you love God's word, are you understand what I'm saying? If you love God's word, you will always run to him. 
If you love God's word, you always run to his house. If you love God's word, you will always seek for him. Bible says that as a deer panteres after the water, so my soul pants after you. The question I want to ask you this morning is that what do you surround yourself with? What is your greatest desire on earth? What is your greatest joy on earth? What is the thing that actually challenges you or motivates you? Is it the magazines you read? Is it the business you are doing? Is it the travelings that you, you have? Is it the woman by your side or the man by your side? Is it the money that you are chasing or you are looking for? Is that what excites you? Is that what gravitates you towards God? You have to know that for you to come before the Lord, you need the word of God. Tell someone you need the word of God. Tell someone you need the word of God. Because without the word of God, you cannot be who you are. Amen. You, you know, I don't care when you got born again and what you are thinking of. The only thing that can make the difference in your life is the amount of the word of God in you. Because day in and day out, you face challenges. Day in and day out, you face temptations. And when the challenges and the temptations come, your pastor will not be there. Oh, hello, I understand what I'm saying. Your spiritual father will not be there. Your mother will not be there. In a split second, you, make to make, you need to make a decision. You need to decide on something. You need to be able to do something. Your ability to be able to discern and to do the right thing will depend upon the word of God in you. When the devil came to Jesus in Luke chapter 4 and he tempted him also in Matthew chapter 4, he said, it is written. Tell somebody it is written. Tell another person it is written. He didn't say it is graphic. He didn't say it is mirror. Amen. All times. It, it is written. Where is it written? The word of God, which is the Bible. And it's quite amazing that in all things, we will rush for certain things. How many of us know that we spend money on clothing? Money on food? But we don't do anything to maintain our lives. We don't exercise. We don't read. But we'll bear the expensive clothes in the world without looking for information. The amount of information you have determines how you rule. Because the world is ruled with men of information. So now Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret and the crowd was pressing around to hear the word of God. I am praying that a time is going to come where we will press in to hear God's word. Where we will not hear God's word at our own convenience. Now we come to church at our convenience. I choose the time I want to come to church. I was telling people that now Christians have now turned into window shoppers. So church is now window shopping. As I come into one church and I realize, look, I don't like what is going on. I move to another church. When I look at it, oh, the pastor, this, this, this. I read the I do this. Oh, I will not come. To the extent that we even have people that when you come to church, even for an usher having a challenge or usher directing you to sit this place or that place, you, the person will even pick his Bible or bag and walk out of the church because of a sitting place. Because of even somebody that maybe you were entering into the church and you bump into each other, he will even get, he should get angry or he'll get angry and leave church. Hello? The issue is that where lies your priority? Is your priority in where you are going to sit? Is your priority in who is there or who is not there? Or is your priority that you even have the life and the ability to come to God's house to hear his word? What is your priority? We are living with mis, misplaced priority as Christians. We don't really know what we are looking for. Ask somebody, what are you really looking for? 
to the extent that when you get up in the morning and you are ironing your clothes, your clothes to come to church, and there is a problem with the light, you will stop coming to church because you couldn't have a dress to wear. There are some of us who wake up in the morning and when our car refused to spark, we will put our keys down and will not come to church because my car couldn't work. But when you never had a car, you were praying for God to bless you with a car. You fasted for God to bless you with a car. You did everything to have a car because you said when you have the car, you will serve God better. Now God gave you the car and then you are using the car now as an excuse. Aren't you ashamed of ourselves? When you are not married, you are on your knees. God, bless me because when I got married, I will serve you faithfully. I will do everything. You are always the first to be in the house of God. You are always the first to arrange the test. And God now blessed you with a husband and blessed you with a wife. The very day God did it, God has made a mistake. That is when you start giving an excuse of not coming to church. We don't see you again. You don't appear again. You don't do what you used to do again. Your, 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 your fire and your heat has become cold. You have become wishy-washy. When you never had that work, you were active. You would dance in church, you would praise and lift up your hands, sow seed, pray fast. In the prayer meeting, you'll be around because you are believing God to give you a job. Until God landed you that work, immediately God gave you the work. You have an excuse now. And God, and this time this, and this and that, and this time this, your excuses have become plenty. You are no more in God's house. And when this time, when you even come to church, you walk with some pride and with some arrogance, and even you want everybody to give you way because you have arrived. Where is your priority? When you never had a child, you were praying, you were believing God for serious breakthroughs until God gave you that child. And immediately God gave you that child. That is the end. You now, you, he, when you were coming to church, you never saw any problems. But immediately God began to bless you. That is where you realize that the very environment of your church stinks. So sometimes we even make God to regret by blessing us. Ask somebody, have you, have you made God to regret for blessing you? Let a person give you an answer. Isn't it amazing and funny that we, we fight over little things? And so instead of us being matured Christians and overlook certain things like clothing, like shoe, like car, like sitting, like whatever, or I mean little things, so that we will not be distracted by serving God, we allow those things rather to distract us. Don't, don't think we've not been Christian. We were Christians before we got to this point. Amen. This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu, get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry products of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry products at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233-277-250420 or plus 233 243 249 3361. Email us, Rev Ismaila at gmail.com. Visit our website,
Welcome back. I remember in those days, even in church, you said, let's join hands and pray. And people would put handkerchief in their hands to hold your hand. Make a mistake of stepping on somebody's shoe. And the way the person will look at you. It is not a pain the person felt, but the shoe the person is wearing. Ask somebody, where does your priority lies? He said a crowd was pressing around Jesus to hear the word of God because they know the word of God is what is able to to heal them, to transform them, to restore them, to bless them, to refresh them, to make them who they are. It's not the world, the word in the world. And he said he saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gotten out of them and were washing their nets. Why wouldn't the fishermen was their net because when others were pressing around to hear the word of God, they were busy with their business. And yet you expect God to bless you. The funny thing I always look at people is that if you don't have time for God, God will never have time for you. Tell somebody if you don't have time for God, God will never have time for you. You see, you have to understand this the kingdom of God operates by principle. And the principle of God is simple. Whenever you have trouble, you want to run to God's house to come and receive solution. Whenever you receive the solution, then you run out of the church again. Then you go and concentrate on your way. Whenever you have problem, you run back to the church. The church is not a prostitution place. God is not a prostitute. He's a God of principle. One of these days, you run out with your blessing. You go there, you not get it. You come to God's house and God will not be there for you. Because it's about time. We have to get serious with this thing we call Christianity and the word of God. So we are believers today. You have all kinds of CDs but you don't even have any preaching message. So if you ask a Sunday school child, quote John 3.16 the child will be able to say try it with a believer. Right now if you like let me do some test. If you like let's try it. You think I'm joking. So why when, when the devil come to us, he will get us? Because we have nothing in us. We are empty. And, and, and the Englishman said that the empty barrels make the most noise. Because when your barrel is full, it has weight. But when there is nothing in it, it sounds. And that is why we find Christians now being petty. Gossiping. Because you don't have much word in you. Why don't you gossip? If in the absence of the word of God, it's gossip that will come. In the absence of the word of God, it's envy and jealousy. In the absence of the word of God, it is hatred. In the absence of the word of God, it is infighting and backbiting. Because when the word of God is there, it is an illumination. Like, this, like uh, the general of Asia was telling us, it is a light. Because it will enter into your darkness and take that darkness out. Because light and darkness cannot dwell. So if you want to see me a better Christian, check me by the word of God in me. It's not... How many times I came to church? Or how big Bible I was carrying? It is the word in me. When the devil came in knocking at your door this morning, what word do you have in him to tell him? What word do you have? He saw two boats by the lake of fishermen had gotten out of them and washing their net. He got into one of the boats, which was Simeon's, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Then Jesus sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. He taught them from the boat. He was teaching Simeon and Peter 
a principle. The principle he was teaching them is that work is important, but the most important thing ever you need is to hear the word of God. So he was trying to tell Simeon and Peter that you should have been smarter because the smartest people always gravitate towards the word because it is that which makes them great. Check through the whole world. All them that have been able to make it made it out of the church. But the funny is that the funny thing is that when all of them made it out of the church, they rather ended up serving the devil. Bob Mali was a chorister in the church. Most of you don't know. He was a chorister in the church. He served in the church. Mention them, all of them. All of them. The best singers in the world were all choristers. From the church. Because when we started getting into the fame, the wealth, the God of this world blinded our minds. And instead of us seeing that it is God that has brought us this far, we now begin to see that it is my strength that has brought me this far. But I pray one of these days you realize that it is by God's grace that is where you, where you are where you are. It is not by your strength. It is not by your connection. It is not by your intellect. It is not by your smartness. It is just by the grace of God. And if God would have not helped you, you have been as worse as anything. You have been as worse as anything. You wouldn't like my message this morning, but I still need to preach. The greatest gift to give to God is to open up your heart to receive his word. So he taught them a principle. He said, give me that thing you are struggling with and let me use it for you to see the result. Because if you have the word of God, it will transform what you are looking for. And, 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 and if you see that a fisherman is washing his nets, that tells you that it has been a serious problem on sea. And the people were frustrated. But Jesus stepped into the same frustrated situation to turn it around. Because there is a secret. Tell somebody there is a secret. And he said, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simeon, put out into the deep water and lower your net for a catch. Simeon answered, Master, I like Peter's spirit. He's very frank and honest. He said, Master, we worked hard all night. And caught nothing. We have worked hard all night. And we have caught nothing. Most of us. We are working. Tirelessly. Getting up in the morning. By dawn we hit the road. Sometimes come back very late. Children are asleep. Sometimes we don't even eat. We forget during the day that we have not even eaten. We struggle and sweat. At the end of the day. Tell me what do you have. Tell me what you have. Tell me what you have. You are still owing. You are still borrowing. You will still have medical bills to pay. You still have life bills to pay. You still have utility bills to pay. Your life is in a mess. So it is, you are working, yes. But there is nothing for you to show. Do you know why it's like that? Hey, guy, chapter 1. It says you are forsaking my house. And you have turned into your own ways. And you are building your own house. He said anytime you go out and come in. I create a basket of holes for you. So anything you get goes into the basket and leaks out. That is why a lot of your finances are leaking and you don't know what it is. The money hits your hands. That is when the problem will begin to come. You will use the money on a problem and then you come back again and look for it. Because you never had a place for God in your heart.
on, get busy with your work. Go on and forget about God's work. Just get busy with your marriage. Get busy with your work. Get busy with your children. Just go on. Don't stop. But God knows how to take his own. Of the pound of the flesh. But the saddest thing is that you will live and struggle and struggle and struggle, grow old and die and you don't even have anything to show. They check men and women who give God his first place in their life and their heart. They don't sweat like you sweat. They don't do much like you are doing. It was a set of a story of, 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 of a man who, who actually is very rich and doing well. And whenever in the morning he will see his friends rushing to work. Giddy, 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 giddy. And they were going to do whatever he has to, they have to do. And, and they will ask him, whilst they were going, they will see him trimming his garden. I mean, taking care of his garden. And he said, why won't you go? We are, and then he will laugh at them. And then they will go. When they go, he goes in and pray and say, God, this morning I'm stepping out. Show me what to do. Study the word. And whilst he's praying and studying the word, the Holy Spirit gives him insight where to go. And this man can even go and invest in companies that are dying. That everybody is running away from and the company doesn't have any prospect. This man, the Holy Spirit said, go and invest in that company. Which is, looks stupid. It doesn't make sense. Then he will go and invest in the company. In the shortest time, the company turns around. Then he's always doing. So in the, at the end, his friends, all that they have, rather comes to him. And they ask him, what is your secret? He said, my secret is my communication with my maker. Simple. Child of God, don't deceive yourself. The world is not ruled by smartest people. It's ruled by those that know their God. For Daniel says that they that know their God shall work strong and they shall do exploit. Don't deceive yourself. Sometimes I fold my hands and look at some people and I laugh at them. And I said to myself, oh, fine, you'll be there. Because I know that no matter how you will do it, you will never make it. Do you know why the people in the world who doesn't know God does not joke with their occultic masters or their juju men? Have you ever found out? Have you ever bothered to find out that every year they go to sacrifice and they make sure that they are in constant touch with their source? Because the deity, which is that spirit there, is what they have allowed to rule their life. And they acknowledge that he's always there. And every time they do it judiciously, if they have to pour libation every early in the morning at 5 a.m., 5 a.m. will not pass. By the time it's 4.30, they are up already waiting. When it is 5 a.m., they connect. If it is sacrifice you have to give every month, he makes sure wherever he will go to get a sacrifice, he will get it to go and sacrifice. And as long as he does that diligently, he always stays on top. Do you know where they took it from? They took it from the word of God. Any child of God that you are in constant connection with your maker, you always make it. Someone, blessed is the man that does not sit in the seat of the scornful or walks in the ways of the sinners, but his delight was, is in the word of the lord and in that word he meditates day and night and what does he say said then when he does that he shall become what like a tree that is planted by the rivers of living water and he will bear his fruit in its season and whatsoever take note he said whatsoever he does 
shall prosper. It is a sum of the things. So the very day you decided to choose to stay by the word of God. This morning when you come, what have you read? Some of us, we run throughout the week without even having Bible study. We don't even pray. We sit in the car before I remember I have not prayed. Say, hey God, forgive me. Then you do the sign of the cross. But you remember your agenda for the day. You remember, you, you have listed your plan. You know what meeting you are attending to. You go there, you go there, go there. But you don't know the word of God. You never had meals, food, with the Holy Spirit in the morning before he stepped up. How can he follow you to where you are going? Hello? No wonder we are living in a season and time where people are deceiving us. And telling us things and we are believing. When it is not in line with God's word. Because we are not ready to search for it for ourselves and to know it. We can waste hours and time on our hair, on our makeups, on our clothing and everything. But we cannot waste time by picking the Bible to read. And the, and, the, and, the, and the deception we have is that when I read the Bible, I don't understand. But when you read the graphic, do you understand? It's about time the church has to move into its level of maturity. Paul says to the Corinthian church, he said, at this time you needed to be given bones, but I still teach you like babies because you are not able to handle the way. We sometimes boast of how many years we have been in the church. Instead of boasting in how well we know God. And so you meet somebody who goes to church. He says, hey, we are the founders. We are the pillars of the church. But the pillars of the church doesn't even have one word of God in them. They behave carnal. They behave as babies. They behave as... They are everywhere you find them everywhere. From Methodist to Anglican to Roman to Charismatic to Pentecost to Apostolic to everywhere. They don't have anything. All that they are looking for is to sit on a higher chair for them to be recognized. But they don't know. They are the serious alutes always everywhere in every churches. Because we don't have the word of God in us. You see, the word of God in you is able to convict you. When the Holy Spirit comes to speak to you, he needs the word of God in you to speak to you. Eh? Are you there with me? CNN and BBC. When he comes, what is he going to pick to teach you? Or to speak to you? Jesus said that when he comes, he will take of mine and he will give it to you. John chapter 16. He said, it is good that I go. For if I don't go, the Holy Spirit, the comforter will not come. But when he comes, he will lead you into all, into what? All truths. He will lead you into all truths. What truth do you know? Which means that there are some of them that are not true. But he will lead us. And his ability to lead us is the deposit of God of God in us. Hello? <laughs> Tell somebody amen. amen. We look for miracles everywhere. But we've forgotten that our miracle is tied to God's word. Child of God, let me tell you something. Don't run after miracle, run after God's word. And in God's word, you have your miracle. Oh, you didn't get what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> How many of you are looking for miracles here? Give me a wave. You are looking for a miracle. Don't feel shy. Because what I'm going to say is a good thing. Give me a wave. Because every child of God, you need to have a miracle. 
It is, it is God proving himself strong in your life for others to see that your God is alive. So give me a wave. Miracles are there. He says signs and wonders shall follow us. If you are a believer and signs and wonders don't follow you, that you are not a child of God, check it. So give me a wave. Now, signs and wonders can only follow you because signs and wonders, he didn't say signs and wonders will be with us. He said it will follow us. Which means that for it to follow, there should be a magnetic pool. And that which will pull the signs and wonders to follow us is the word of God. So, as I have the word of God, signs and wonders has no choice than to follow me. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, anywhere I go, it has to show up because I have the word of God. Because anywhere the word of God is, the Holy Spirit dwells there. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He said the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the surface of the waters. And the spirit of the Lord was hovering over it. But the spirit of the Lord could not do anything until the word came. Can I preach to you this morning? And when the word came, Bible said that, and God said, let there be light. I'm talking about Genesis chapter 1 from verse 1 to 5. He said, let there be light. And Bible said that instantly there was light. When the word has not been spoken, there was chaos. When the word has not been spoken, there was darkness. Can I submit to you? Do you know why you have darkness in your life and witches are attacking you every day? You dream about cockroaches. You are always sick. You have always challenges. You have always problems. You have this problem and that challenge. Because there is more darkness in you than light. There's more darkness in you than light. I'm telling you. You see, when you have more light in you, when I lay hands on you, your miracle or your healing should be instant. But if you don't have more of God's word in you, it is just like this pillar. When I learn on it, instead of the thing penetrating, it bounces back. Because there is no a receptive connection. The thing is solid blocked. And so you spend hours in the church and said, I'm tired. This church, there is no miracle. I'm going to somewhere where there is miracle. Oh, this church, it's not this, it's not that. You now begin to sample. You are frustrated and you don't know. Bible says in Revelation chapter 3, it said that it said, go and buy and eat for you are wretched because you don't have the word of God. He said, let there be light, and there was light. Why was it light? Because the Holy Spirit was waiting for the word to act. Anytime the word comes, the Holy Spirit will act. And when you go to John chapter 1, he said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. Which means that God and his word have an agreement. If you really want to know God, then know his word. We know God by his word. We don't know God by signs and wonders. We know God by his word. We don't know God by prophecies. We know God by his word. We don't know, we don't know God by gimmicks. We know God by his word. The reason why you have problems even selecting good church is that you don't have much of God's word in you. So when you even sit down and the true man of God is preaching, you don't know. You don't know. You don't even know what is the true word of God. The true unadulterated word of God. From the bad one. Because you want what will tickle your ears. 
First Timothy chapter 4, he said, In the last days, men shall heap unto themselves teachers. And they would like to hear things that would tickle their ears. They don't want to hear what? Sound word. Hello? The word of God is the ability to transform situations in your life. I don't care what darkness in your life. Once you allow God's word to enter in that darkness, have to flee. Because like he said, he said, and the word was with God and the word was God. And he said there was nothing that was made without the word. In other words, you cannot bypass the word to do anything. Like I can't have a proverb. Proverb saying that which means that no matter what knob you want to tie, you need a thumb. Without a thumb participation, you cannot tie a knot. In the same way, without the word of God in your life, believer, child of God, listen to me this morning. Without God's word in you, I submit to you, no matter what you do, you'll be frustrated. Because you see, even paying tithes and offering, you need to know the word of God of the blessings and the promises that is connected to it. So that when you pay it, you will receive it. And because we don't know some of them, that is why you will say, me, I will not pay my tithe. I will not give my offering. And they are eating my tithe. And they are eating my offering. You don't know the word of God. Whenever you know God's word, all argument is settled in your spirit. Amen. Let me submit to you. We are more powerful and stronger than demons and principalities. But you can only be able to achieve that by the level of God's word in you. If I give you now, not a spirit of fear, but I give you the spirit of soundness and of good health. If you don't know it, you always walk in fear. Oh, hello. I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in good health. Even as your soul prospers. Can I go? He said, put out into the deep. Which means that you have been on the surface too much. When you are on surface, you are shallow. And if you are, if you are shallow, you cannot receive anything from the Lord. You need to go deep. Tell somebody, go deep. Tell the person, go deep. I like the way the archbishop put it. He says, serious business are done in the oceans. But it is only children that dwell by the seashore. He said, the big fishes are caught, not at the seashore, but in the bigger oceans. And in the bigger oceans are sharks. But it's about your ability and your skill to penetrate through. And to get a big... If you want big fish to eat, go into the deeper seas. If you stay by the shore, you know what you are going to get? Our money. Hallelujah. Tell somebody be deep. Tell a person be deep. I'm not talking about you getting the word of God and, and quoting it and priding yourself that I have the word of God. Hey, Look, there are people who pray more than anything, but they are as poor as anything. In fact, it has been recognized that intercessors in churches don't even do well. And the reason is simple. It's not because they don't pray. It's because they don't give. I'm telling you. The serious ministries of the church that has challenges of giving all over. 
choristers intercessors. I'm being honest with you. However, in scripture, they are supposed to be the Levites. So, chorister stands in the place of a pastor. That is their role by biblical principle. So, when a chorister stands to sing, cripples should be able to walk, blind should be able to see. When I enter into the atmosphere, I should flow without limitation. That is their duty and that is their responsibility. They need to stay pure and stay holy and be able to carry the mantle because they are those that goes ahead with songs and praise. If you read Second Chronicles chapter 20 and, and verse 20, when they finished with everything, the prophets came, he said they gathered them and they sang unto the Lord. If you go to First Chronicles, it tells you, he said when they gathered together after Solomon had done all the sacrifice and they lifted up songs, First Chronicles 5, they lifted up songs and they were singing, the glory of the Lord descended that nobody could minister. There is an anointing. They are sacrificed. They give sacrifice. In fact, choristers should be people who are Libra givers. Intercessors are the watchmen of the gate. God says he cannot do anything until he finds them in the gap. And by that, by priestly order, they are those that even take care of the sacrifices. Because they watch and keep the gate. But what do you find now? Hello? You will come to church. Instead of listening to God's word, you'll be listening to something else. Fidgeting with your phone. Playing with certain things. The devil is stealing you, but you don't see it. I'm telling you. So you spend all your days and go home. Sometimes even by the time you come in, everything has been preached. And yet you came to church. What word will you carry home? Are you there with me, somebody? He said, Master, we have worked all night and caught nothing. Tell somebody we have worked all night and caught nothing. The guys, it's not that they are not working. You see, it's not that they are lazy. They are working. Tell somebody they are working. And it's not that they are working only that they, they they work throughout the night. They work throughout the night. But he's saying that with all the the effort, we have nothing to show. There is nothing to show that we've even done anything. And he says, listen, this is where the turnaround came in. And he said, Master, we have worked all night and caught nothing. But at your word, but at your, but at your, but at your, he said, but at your word, I will lower the nets. Which means that he's saying that I'm going to act. Because I have seen that by my strength, it has failed. I have seen that by my connection, it has failed. I have seen that by my effort, I'm not going anywhere. Now I am changing the procedure. I am changing the principle. I am going to now work with what you are telling me and see whether it's going to work. And let's check what he says. And he says that, verse 6, when they are done this, tell somebody when they are done this. When they heard it and left. But when they heard it, they applied it. Sometimes we hear God's word like you are hearing me now. You just need to exit out of this church. So while the message is going on, you are looking at your watch. I hear that's what I'm saying. In the house of God, when the word of God is coming, you are feeling uncomfortable to run out. But you can feel alright in the disco. Feel alright watching Nigerian movie. Oh, hello. 
And that one you don't see even at the time he's going. It is only when you are, you are supposed to pray or even read the word. That is why you sleep. So people can even come to church and sit in church and be sleeping. To the extent that they can even sleep and start snoring. Because there is nothing that tickles you. But let the same people sit before the television watching film. They can watch it with their eyes. And they can tell you what movie and everything is on. But they cannot tell you where Genesis can be found. <laughs> Somebody say mercy. He said, but at your word, I will lower the net. He said, when they had done this, they caught so many fish that their net started to tear. In other words, he said, when they caught so many fish that their net began to break. Their net began to do what? The miracle they were waiting for, all throughout the night, they were not getting anything. But the very day they turned around and now begin to take God's word. Whatever they were chasing, whatever they were praying for, whatever they were crying for, it came to them singly. If you read further, it said that they gathered so much that they couldn't even carry it. So now, they needed even help. And this and the help they needed was not for the people to come and give them something to eat. But rather they have so much that they want to share of God, God created you to have so much to share, not to have little. We have made ourselves to have little because we don't want to see God's word. And all the time we have allowed our problems and me, my problems, Pastor, you don't know my problems, Pastor, you don't know my this thing. Even if your problem is as taller as this house, the only thing that brings this problem down is God's word. The very day you change your attitude. And begin taking God serious and his word serious. I guarantee you, in the twinkle of an eye, all the problems will change. Because no problem can come in touch with God's word and will not give way. When the word of God appears, demons flee. When the word of God appears, sickness flee. When the word of God appears, problems flee. When the word of God appears, challenges flee. When the word of God appears, anything that is holding you will break away. It's not the words of men. By the word of God. The more word of God you have in you. The more victory you will have. The less word of God you have in you. The more battle you will face. I tell people. I don't struggle to sleep. Sleep. Or forget it. I don't struggle to sleep. You can ask my wife. It's not a problem at all for me. And I don't worry my mind. In fact, when I am even troubled, that is when God even makes me to sleep better. Because when it becomes difficult, you need God's word. Oh, you are not getting what I'm saying. You need God's word to encourage yourself. And Bible said, and David encouraged himself in the Lord. What do you use to encourage yourself? That is why you have a problem. Whenever you have a trouble, everybody hears of it. You are going to this friend. You are going to that friend. You are going to this pastor. You are going to this bishop. All hands have been laid on you. Both big hands, small hands, short hands, slim hands, long hands, whatever. Because you don't have anything of God's word. When you need to encourage yourself by God's word, you don't have it. He said, and David encouraged himself. Around that time, everybody has left David, including his trusted generals. And it was tough for his life. And they have taken his wife and children away. And he's been left. And the soldiers that are supposed to encourage him came and were blaming him. They even threatened to beat him. 
David has nobody. He said, bring me the Urim and the Tumim, which means bring me the word of God, the revelation of God. And when they brought it, you can go and read it, First Samuel chapter 30. When they brought it and he took it, he said that and he prayed and he said, God, shall I pursue them? Or shall I forbear? And God said, pursue them. He said, for when I pursue them, what will happen? He said, you shall overtake them and you shall doubtless recover all. I am here to tell somebody this morning, if you follow God's word, he will give you the direction and whatever you have lost, you shall totally recover. I don't care what the devil has taken out of your hands, but by the word of God, you shall recover in the name of Jesus. No weapon fashion against you shall prosper and every thunder will rise up against you in judgment you shall condemn. Don't worry, but stay with God's word. And when you have God's word in you, you shall overcome everything. When you have God's word in you, you shall be able to trample upon serpent, upon scorpions, upon every power of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. You need the word of God. very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435 You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7am to 10am on Tuesdays at 6.30pm to 8.30pm for our empowerment teaching service and Fridays at 7pm to 10pm for our breakthrough prayer service You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. My Lord with you.